0: What's up, everybody? Uh, obviously, we are missing a Trevor up here today, but we've got a kind of special cast. We have a, uh, a podcast topic that Zoom brought up. So we've got Zoom on today. Everyone knows Turbo Tim. We've got hello, hello. Steve Hickman. It's been a little while since
1: you've been on the podcast. So what are we, what are we talking about today, Zoom? We are talking about failures. We're talking about uh, a few times <laughs> just a few just 2 a or 3 yeah, yeah just 84. just a few things um Give people an idea what it's like behind the scenes, like just how often we fail. Um, it is nonstop, it is almost daily, it is constant. We have hundreds and hundreds of failures. Today we are gonna kind of touch on the topic, mm-hmm. touch on a few specifics. Looks like we got 30, 40. I don't know if we'll get to them all, <laughs> but but there are literally hundreds of things we could talk about. So we just want to give people an idea what it's like on our side. Um and and let them know, you know, when we started this company, when I started this company. Um, it was really kind of like a consumer-based uh, driven company, kind of like, hey, what do you guys want to see? Hey, look what I'm trying out. Look what worked, what didn't work. And we we I built the company based on feedback from the consumers. And the 3,800 guys, they know this really well. So they they have been a huge help in helping us push forward the platform. We've used a ton of their ideas. They've helped us work through a ton of problems. Um, some of the other markets that came in later and they just kind of, I don't know, they, they think that we're G. Uh, ford sometimes like we have a thousand guys you know sitting there testing all the parts all the times and and we don't you know we're a company that um has forty forty eight 48 people now and we're just doing the best we can trying to make some cool parts trying to make the cars go fast and uh heavily relying on the customers to let us know um you know how the parts are doing what they want to see what is and isn't working we, we you know we don't have enough guys to know everything so the customers really help us out when they let us know what we can do better how we can do better you know teach us give us some feedback
2: yeah they, the customers are the only reason that easy performance is even around I mean it's not like zoom was like hey I'm gonna start this company and make some parts like he was just on the forums back in the day because yeah. that's how old we are but uh, he's on the forums and he's He's like, hey guys, check out this throttle body I made. It gave me X horsepower, and then everybody's like, hey, I want one of those, <laughs> and then everybody else is like, I want one of those. So
0: oh, boom, easy Performance. Yep. You know, well, and two of the four people up here were customers before being employees. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that hopefully we'll get across today is that, like you said, Zoom, we rely on customers because we. We try and test parts as much as we can, but like you said earlier, we're in Michigan, so you know we don't experience the climates everyone does. But the feedback that we want and need from you guys is has to be constructive. Don't try and just tear us down. Um, but hopefully, these examples will kind of give you an insult into the things that we go through because when we post on social media, YouTube, all that, it's not. It's always the good things, and we try yeah. and you know shuffle stuff in there fails, but uh, for the most part, what you see are the successes. and uh, you know we wouldn't we wouldn't all be working here 40 plus hours a week if all we did was succeed, you know,
1: yeah. And, I, and a lot of customers, they they probably think that we build a part and then we sell a part, mm-hmm. and it's really not the way it goes. We we actually do more that never makes it to market than things that do make it to market. Like this is a building full of failures, mm-hmm. um, unbelievable a amount of amount of stuff failures. goes in the trash. <laughs> I've
2: been I've been yelled at before for not failing because you know you have to take <laughs> risks and try stuff. You know, if if you're not failing occasionally, that means you're not trying hard enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, if we could count how many engines have been—oh my God—gone
1: <laughs> through hundreds of blown up <laughs> engines, it would it would
0: shock people. Um, I mean, just you know, going off something on this that I was directly related in. I mean, I've only been here—I'm coming up on four years—but uh, you know, the whole Sonic platform that me and. Uh, al have pushed and and been out racing if we hadn't been doing that then we would have been stuck in our sonic development you know we find find the failures and i don't know how many axles i changed uh, in 2020 i mean we went to the track, dozens uh, <laughs> For th- <sure>. yeah like <laughs> many dozens probably 50 uh and you know it took us an entire year to find an axle that worked and then I broke it again. <laughs> so, you know, we're we're continuing all day, every day when we race. Um
1: but yeah. So Yeah, let's knock through a few of these and, and let people know. Um Steve, do you want <laughs> any that come to mind? Top of the list. Start
3: right at the top of the list. What we got? The GM one inch chain. Uh that was a project that we started a very very long time ago everybody in the 3800 market knows Mm -hmm. the uh, transmission is the weak point so we thought we would dive in head first and solve this problem we had ordered pallets of chains and gears after a couple years of trial and error on that thought we Mm -hmm. had it dialed in and then um it just turned out being a
1: couple hundred grand in the toilet basically Mm -hmm. i mean it just didn't work. Yeah. We, we, there were many issues with that, but it, it was, you know, we, we had the chains down, we had the links down, and, and to the chain specifically, it ended up that when we got our order in, we hadn't specced out the pin material. In the chain, the links were yeah, good. Yeah, the links were. Strong. We had tested the links, but it was the pins, and nobody here, right? And that's just how it goes. Like sometimes you just you just don't think of that, and unfortunately, we also had problems with the gears that didn't show up until you had put miles on them, and mm-hmm. uh, that w- that was hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, actually, of your money, customers. <laughs> um, that that you know went in the trash. But that's that's literally like when you're buying. From ZZ Performance, it's like buying stock mm-hmm. in a company that's building new parts. Yeah, that's, yeah what we, the, the that's, that's what we do with our money.
2: Yeah, we just reinvest the money right back into the next new product.
0: Yeah, and and you know your you Zoom as a CEO kind of shows how much of that goes back in i mean you you're not a man of things you don't you you wear the same clothes that you've worn for a long time and yeah i'm you,
1: not a i'm not a cakes and pies flashy
0: guy yeah you want so. to see this grow and and our customers grow too and i've always appreciated it i thought that that's great um and i mean to this day we still don't have 4
1: <laughs> It's 65 it's, it's on the back burner, but it is on a burner, right? It, it so, still comes up. Um, it comes up every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: we finally shed that tear and pitched that last pallet of gears. Yep. <laughs> last year, oh, God, it's that was 10 so years, painful. we shuffled that thing around.
1: Um, okay. Uh, Tim, t- talk us about the website stuff. You know, this one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My wife, the vice president of the company, you know, she's got a, her team of people talking about, uh, you know, Hey, our website's old and, it's not going to grow with us. We need a new website. We need a new website platform. And uh, we came to a group decision of this is the website we're going to go with. We put, what, $100,000? $100, $140,000. $140,000 into this website that we used for, what, three months?
0: Not even. Not I think even it, I months? think it was 60 days from we, the time we launched it to the time we pulled it.
2: We literally took that whole website and... And chucked it in the trash, yeah. if that was possible, I suppose.
0: <laughs> the virtual but trash. We basically
2: threw it in the, the virtual recycle bin and started over with a new website, the, the one that we're currently using to this day. And it's amazing, and it's growing up with us, and And
1: this one we're going to have around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, Downpipes and flexes, we got a bunch to chew through here. We want to yeah. get them out there. What what? Who knows this, some of these stories? I, <laughs> I know well. some
2: of it. Um, uh, our welders, like, we didn't know how to weld the flex in. We're just welding it to the ring. There's a ring on the flex and we're just welding onto the ring and then the downpipes are pulling apart. We're like, what the heck? Well, that's not the part you weld to. You weld to the flex, the inner the id mm. of the thing you know so we made some mistakes there i mean i think we knew what we were doing but the welder that was primarily welding the downpipes at this time that doesn't work with us anymore but we had really, we had uh
1: we had defective flexes too though we, flex. we had, yeah, uh, we had uh, the, mesh on the, the mesh flexes
2: or the mesh would turn inside out and
1: collapse
3: yep. and Oof. the car'd be down on power can't figure yep. out what's going on and looks lo- great on the outside
2: but <laughs> <and> it's a <laughs> tiny hole on the inside
1: and and so i think every platform we've come out with we have launched with a defective downpipe I think everyone. Yeah. We we thought we had it. We tested it at work. We went out in the wild. They started failing. We had to warranty everybody out, change process. We learned, oh, no, we learned for the next time, right? But Echotex nope. failed <laughs> differently than 3800s. Absolutely. We did those. And then Regal's with that that wonky that, flex underneath yeah. the car. The
3: Regal's downpipe is like rigid mounted to the car. So we tried using our traditional flex, which has kind of like a little bit of flex up and down to it. Uh, the factory one's like a... Accordion, I guess you could say, and we had to switch out to an OEM style uh, flex on that just because the way that the the exhaust was bolted
0: right to the floor of the car. Yeah, the
2: the Regal has a floppy
0: flex in it, where ours was a more Sturdy one, and then the yeah, the work. Sonic Cruise, the one four downpipe. We've been through four revisions, I think, I think so. on I think that, on four and right here we are with a flex <laughs> in it now. Uh, in which you know you would have yeah. thought, hey, let's put a flex <laughs> in it from the beginning, but those broke. We had a bracket, we had a couple different styles, you know, and but here we are, and we've sold. Phew, thousands of those now um and i think that's one thing that a lot of customers i don't know if it's recent but it's their expectation that things are 100 percent perfect the day they come out and we try to get them there but we're just like any other company like you said we're a bunch of guys men and women doing the best we can but sometimes revisions have to happen and big companies like edelbrock and holly and and those they have revisions too GM just recalled every single Chevy Bolt that they made every single one
1: for like the third time. Yeah. Because they all kind of multiple recalls. They lowered the charge. They lowered the charge speed. They told people to park them outside.
0: (laughs) You can't park your car in the garage. Yeah.
1: And, and in the end they were like, well, guys, all these revisions, they still burn up. We have no idea. Uh, we're recalling them all. Right. So, I mean, and this is a company with thousands of engineers Mm -hmm. working on these problems. Um, you know, we're 48 people. Yeah. Uh, and that includes like the cleaning staff. Yeah, I mean, I
2: mean, let's let's talk about this too. Like the GM engineers, they have basically bottomless pockets, and these engineers are probably making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year each. Yeah. to engineer parts that still end up failing. Yeah, you know, we're just a bunch of buddies,
1: <laughs> and, our and, and, and our job, we, our business is fixing the things that GM didn't get yeah, right. Yeah, and Absolutely. that we could have got better. Um, moving on, control arms. Yeah. The, uh, where we learned about metal fatigue being a much different problem yes. than metal strength. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, which ones were first? The 38. The 30, no, uh, no, someone said tech. One One of the two.
3: It was about the same time. It was all kind of probably 09, 10, somewhere right around there. We'd spec what we thought was sufficient material, um, you know, did some strength and general testing and they seemed fine. We crashed a car yeah, by Yeah, crashed accident, the car, and, it was and they fine. still like, held up. Kissed a curb and it bent in half and it was like, okay, that's pretty sweet that yeah, thing Greg, works great Greg but, got
2: smoked yeah right in the driver's side front tire and like and the bent, control arm was like
3: bent the ball joint off from it but the control yep. arm was fine structurally otherwise and we were yeah like, Holy so we God. were like this thing's way over engineered yeah until somebody drives it along a long time or down a dirt road a bunch and
0: just the shaking and vibrations and uh, yeah. long-term fatigue it just cracks yeah didn't you guys say that the the metal was stronger than obviously the stock one was uh you know is tubular chromoly steel right flex and yield wise yes paper
3: stronger but it can't handle vibrations regular road vibrations and you know hitting potholes and abuse and it can only move so many times and,
1: Mm -hmm. and we learned Right, we don't. We didn't have a, a metallurgist engineer on staff, <laughs> yeah. To you know, put this or or a machine that could stress test a hundred thousand miles, and yeah. so we learned, we improved, moved forward. No issues on the control arm since, but you know, those are the kinds of things that exist. In a company like this one, and they they're they're expensive. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we replace all those kinds of parts for people. It uh, it costs money, you know. So that that's another thing is that people, oh, you're making a profit. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, we have to. We, we, we yeah, we make profit. And then we put it right back into the platform. If we didn't, we'd still be working out of your garage. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We wouldn't <laughs> have this building that we're almost out or, you know, that we have outgrown and
1: these new machines and all that. And. Um, other, other timing chain. Yeah. Um, Ecotech timing chain. Got a bad rep thinking that it was the Cloyes, you're selling junk, this, that, whatever, but it, it wasn't the chain. Yeah, um, that's that's
0: kind of a common rhetoric in the Ecotech world. And we sell both. We sell the Cloyes kit and we sell an OE uh, GM kit. And, you know, we sold it for a while with the, the crank gear. And a couple people complained of noise or their engines break in and, and we're like, you know, are they bad chains or whatever? But then all it turns out is that the OEM crank gear has a rubber damper in it and the cloys didn't. Uh, so then, you know, going forward, we took that gear out and uh, we've never seen the OEM one break or even fatigue it's enough worn out or
1: yeah, yeah so people can just reuse them but there are some other plug in a product here there are some other issues that we found with the echo Tech timing chain because we put so much effort into this and we have something really cool coming out for yeah the people doing engine builds uh yep, they're you're, you're to really assist. gonna like uh, what we got in terms of timing chain stuff it's it's cool stuff uh what what steve any idea where we're gonna release this thing Few weeks, we, yeah, a few weeks. Hopefully, what? we're
3: uh, doing some final fitment and some uh, tweaking on the machining side of things.
1: Oh, and uh, by the way, who makes this product? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Sitting right here at the
0: table with you. Uh, I, I, I love like especially that. You know, we showed it in R and D the other day, and I didn't even know we were working on that. And that's a ecotechs have had timing chain and timing chain component failures and problems since the beginning. And, you know, we're solving another problem, what,
1: 15 years later, you know? Yeah, yeah it keeps going. Um yeah, 3,800 guys know about Rollmaster issues, uh, got through those, but that was, that was a lot of stress. Stress for us, stress for the customers. A lot of customers, you know, did a lot of teardowns and replacements on that Rollmaster yeah. issue. Not our product, but one we sold. So, you know, that was, that those, was in the market. Those are tough to combat, too, because, you know, people
0: entrust that what we're selling is a good product. And mm-hmm. we're supposed to have that faith in that manufacturer. Right. And sometimes, you know, they make mistakes, too, just like it's us.
3: disheartening when you get your car together and you think you're going to go out racing and you get 300 <laughs> miles on it and somebody's timing uh, chain snaps on you. And, yeah. You're stuck tearing your engine out, starting over again.
1: <laughs> yep, couple funny and painful stories. Uh, my car, 300. My Grand Prix did a build on it. Everything was ready to show and go, and uh, we started it up without a plug in the uh, pressure port of the transmission. Oh, oh no. So, uh, yeah, it's, with the hood it's, open, it's, it's raining men. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, Dad. that that was uh, not fun. Clean clean up a lot of quarts of tranny fluid all oh. over your car after you meticulously yeah, painted ground, and cleaned everything. Not on the ground, on the paint, on the yeah. car. Oh. <laughs> that, yeah, that had to be rough. That That's that's like a I'm an idiot fail. And we, <laughs> we have a lot of I'm an idiot fails too. Um, another one, Matt pulled out onto 28th Street with a factory new engine, L26. Um, and... As he was accelerating into the traffic lane, pieces of the motor were bouncing off the bottom <laughs> of the car because he didn't have the boost set up properly on the, on the turbo. Whew. Yeah. So L- L26
0: just, bottom ends are that weak. Hey, yep. <laughs> They're yeah. You don't, you don't, you know, <laughs> you can't go moon boost. on a, a, L26. Customer, a
1: lot of times, you know, you ever hear the customer like, oh, well, why did it break? I mean, I barely was beaten on it. No, you don't get it. Like you don't get. A few seconds when yeah. you're, you know, at that level, like it's instant that your motor will fail in mm-hmm. certain conditions, which is, you know, why people go forged because they will take a little bit more beating. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah, just like the LDKs, people will throw a, you know, full LDK long block, and while the block is stronger than the Gen Two Ecotex, the rods are not, and you'll find that out real quick with like a, heck, you can blast one open with a Ko Four if you're really pushing it. But uh, I just saw JPL. Uh, currently, no, there's no no problems with the roll masters. Uh, we did have, a, again, with them, uh, we had a batch that they all came in, and all the double rollers, the chain was
1: like eight inches too long. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but it was weird. These aren't current issues we're talking about now. Um, these are 15 years ago, 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are all this, this, this some of these are old building issues. Yeah, so. we wouldn't continue to. It the
3: JP the, chain was the, definitely the one that broke all the time.
1: Yeah. yeah. The JP oh, that was another one. I forgot but about Roll that. Rollmaster used, Roll
3: used a JP chain, didn't they, in the early days, on the single only or something? I don't remember.
1: I don't remember, but it was a scandal in the back. community with... Uh breaking chains Ah. yeah 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 good catch keep shooting them (laughs) out if you think of another one we've we've had a lot what what else we got here oh another one in my car i built a 4.05 liter uh, offset ground crank uh stroker motor uh to go do great things in in my car and i used i had found an opal eight cylinder rod that i was able to cut and uh, resleeve re in a way bushing or something in the yeah rod. yeah so i did this custom engine <clears throat> in my car uh it worked you know <laughs> it, it, it made until power it <laughs> um it lasted two weeks until the crank snapped in half Oof. so um you know you spend the money it lasts two weeks it sucks i get it i feel the pain <laughs> um we try to absorb that so the customers don't have to <laughs> yeah
2: that's I remember really, a time, uh, zoom found a good deal on a diesel truck on eBay, oh. <laughs> low mileage, 16,000 miles. And when we got it, it was 160,000 miles.
0: Oh no. Is that the current diesel truck? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like,
3: we bought that the year I started here 13 years ago. Oh wow. And that truck is yeah. still kicking. Yeah. Fairly, but Barely, but it's, it's still going.
1: How's oh, that meme go? eBay. It's cheaper for a reason. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, man, that's a sweet deal. This truck's brand new. <laughs> uh, Le five fails. Yeah, we've we've been through the ringer with that. I mean, Tim had a lot
1: of two four failures. Yep. Yep. Back in the day. Good motor, but it shakes apart at the yep. high RPMs.
2: I've uh, shaken clutches apart, balancers apart. I've uh, man, I've
1: crank, reluctors flying, crank off. reluctors. flying off. Oh, those were tough.
2: Man, I've I had a lot of yeah. Le five bottom end failures.
0: Yeah, we we would love to recommend you know, two, four bottom ends to blower guys or turbo guys or whatever, but you rhythm past uh, 75, eight, eight grand. And they sound sweet yep. at nine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> For a very short period. It does of it time. everything right before it goes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> singing um, Chinese injectors. This is, this oh. is one that people have talked about Man, to ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah. They, they look, they look the
2: same. Yeah. They're <laughs> a third, the cost. Yeah. They're terrible. They don't flow. They're very unequal flow. Uh, the spray pattern is poor. The open and close time is way off. Like, they're absolutely terrible. Like, I, I can understand why people would say they don't want to tune for them because I don't want to tune for them. Like, you just have to run a legit injector. There's even some good injectors, some, let's say, Bosch injectors that just don't work for the application. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different styles of injector
0: yeah so yeah we uh, i mean i've flow tested some uh what looked to be true 80s and then you look at them and they don't have the right markings and they were way off yeah and there's there's no way that we could honestly sell those to customers and have our tuners
1: tuning them for it'd be impossible yeah for 20 years it would be yeah those those are we tried them of course who doesn't want to an injector for a third of the cost, yeah. but that never made it to market. ZZP has never sold a Chinese injector. We don't sell Chinese injectors. Um, I mean, it's such a problem that we will hologram seal our injectors, mm-hmm. sending them out because, you know, people will swap will make them out accusations or try to swap them or do this and that. Right. Yeah. So we got camera systems in the shipping, holographic stickers on the parts, you know, um, because you've, got that you've got to run brand name injectors and only certain brand name injectors yeah, there's big name injectors that we won't mention that we just bought for another project
3: that we thought we would you know we thought we were doing something sweet and they don't work straight out of the box thought our injector controller was bad tyler banged one on the table and it started working yep
0: yeah put it in the flow bench it flowed a little while and then it stopped again so you know we we're not going to recommend and sell you these parts because uh, you know, a lot of people will come back and nobody wants to reach out to customer service because of a failure they've had. And we don't want to have to deal with that because it, it, co- it would cost more in manpower down the road, especially with something like an injector. You know, the, it, the, if there are legit issues, that's what customer service is here for. But we wouldn't want to
1: make more work for ourselves just to save a buck, you know. And a lot of, you know, one of the advantages inside here is that everyone here is racing. Everyone here is modding their own cars. Everyone here is using these parts. Yeah. And uh, trust me, you know, nobody, you guys know as customers, you don't want to put crap parts on your car. You're not going to do it. Yeah. You always want the best parts on your car, and that gives <laughs> us a lot of feedback. You know, you you I can see what parts the, are you know the employees want to use. If an employee has an issue or doesn't want to <laughs> use a part or is using a different brand, we got work to do, because yeah. um, everyone here wants their car the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just bought a Sonic recently, and I put our full bolt-ons on it, and. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have wasted the time swapping a turbo to the V3 if I didn't trust that the V3 was a good turbo, you know, yeah, things like that. And well, I'm, I'm me and Tim, we both have, I mean, we've owned how many Ecotech and one four cars over the last few years? <laughs>
2: well, I was just actually thinking about it. Uh, we've all had multiple ZZP platform cars. I mean, just real quick off the top of my head, Steve Hickman's had his GTP, a Cruise. Um, his, his two five ATS and ATS V, you know, and he's had uh, multiple, I think, LS vehicles. Tyler, you've had the Sonic, um, multiple Cobalts with multiple
0: engines, two HHRs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't continue to buy and mod these cars if I didn't trust what we're putting on them.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had my Grand Prix GT, um, my Sonic, um, ATS V, the red line. My red line. Cobalt. Both red lines. (laughs) Yep. So Your G6. Hey, speaking of failures, the G6. (laughs) Yeah, no
0: kidding. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, I mean, we we love doing this, um, and, and we like to learn lessons in our own vehicles and sell them to you guys. Like... Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts of my job is I make customers' dreams come true. As cheesy as it <laughs> sounds, I mean, I kind of live my life through the customers as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it when somebody has a cool
0: story to email oh, me. It's, and- it's so cool to have, you know, guys message me and they're finishing up their build. Like, uh, FS&B garages, Alex, and he's, he's doing, uh, I mean, full ecotech. He's got Z57, Forge Gen 3 long, long Block, F40 Swap. But, uh, you know, you name it. And he just got it started this week and he's pumped. And I, I love seeing that. I love supporting all of these friends that we've, you know, made along the way. I yeah. definitely miss that aspect of customer service, hearing that. Mm-hmm. It's not all just
3: people calling in and yelling at you and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes people call because they're excited and they yeah. want to know oh, what's yeah. next.
1: Or they just want to tell you thank you. And we appreciate that, too. Um, Mitchell's I mean. asking about LTG failures. That That motor... Mm-hmm um, is, is prone to failure in stock mm-hmm. form. Bone stock cars are breaking all the time. Um, but you know what? Grand Prix used to be considered unmodable. If you did anything smaller than a three, four, you're going to chip a <laughs> yep. piston. And they were like, yep. they were really, really fragile. And now until we figured it out, until we figured out, here's where we are. That's, that's how you build a market. You got to make the car reliable. And, and uh, the
0: same thing happened with the LSJ. Oh yeah, I, I remember yeah. you guys talking about how you thought it was a glass engine. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now uh, we would love to have another LSJ in, you know, the LTG powered stuff.
1: Yep. So we're uh, we we've got some stuff figured out. Uh, generally, what the customers are seeing online, what we talk about, what we post about, what parts we have out, you're seeing about six months behind where our company is roughly that's that's yeah how how about about how it goes and so uh yeah trust us we've got we've got good stuff in the works for ltg we plan on taking that platform very very far um oh and, yeah and it's it's got huge potential mm-hmm. and, and the cars in are in really nice <laughs> we're covered in a foot of
3: snow right
0: now it's the only thing i think uh <laughs> stopping us yeah it'd be scouts. a little different yeah. if we were in florida and could race all the time
1: yeah Yep. So one thing we get accused of, I want to jump in here because we might not get through this whole list. Uh, Chinese products. We have certainly had, it's not just Chinese injectors. Yep. We've had great success with some Chinese products. And great failures with some Chinese products. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Chinese brake lines and um, they, you know, they're certified and this and that and whatever. Uh, That resulted in us paying out claims. Customers, uh, fortunately, no one was hurt, but there were some damaged cars from faulty brake lines. We had to pay to fit. We didn't have to, but we did. Mm -hmm. We paid to fix those cars um, because we sold a faulty product. And then we went to a U.S. company who had insurance and promises and, um, I think it was a local company, um, out of Holland or, yeah, Kent I do remember. Oops. Oh man. Are we not <laughs> supposed to say that? So yeah. So, so Kent rubber promises us the world and they worked for quite a while. And then we had a customer have a catastrophic failure and an accident. And we said, Hey, you know, you've got the insurance, you've got all these things. We've been paying you a premium on these lines that we're reselling. And, and and uh they were like, Oh yeah, too bad. We're out, not doing it. And oh my god, I was I rarely do I get that angry because we were paying a premium with someone that promised us and they had insurance and we ended up paying out the customer and didn't get reimbursed. Then we moved over to Goodrich and they've been um, great and they've been great. Yep. They've been fantastic. And actually, um, I think, I think our, uh, I think the pricing was even less with the Goodrich. So we sell the Goodrich lines. We've not had a single failure. It's a big brand name. And, uh, our goal at ZZ Performance is to bring every, my goal, started out in the garage. I want to do everything in-house, right? Yeah. I, I, I want a business that literally builds everything in-house, but not going to do brake lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's certain things. There's a few things.
0: like Not going to do that one. Injectors, we'll probably never make injectors here, you know. Uh.
1: We've, did Steve's, Steve's personally, yeah, Steve's done a few things. we played around, but yeah, we probably won't. Uh, but yeah. Not from scratch. You know,
0: we would, uh, what's this building? 30,000 square feet and then. 23 and 23. then another 10 across the street. Yeah. So we would love to bring everything in house. I mean, that's the only way that you can fully. QC, get things exactly how you want. You know, you're not relying on other people and emails and phone calls and all that. Uh, But we just don't have the space for it. But as we continue to make more parts, and like you said, the profit goes back into the company – We'll be able to afford a bigger building one day and buy more CNC machines. And, you know, I, I... If you if you would have asked me 10 years
2: ago, do you think that ZZP will own a, a CNC mill, a CNC lathe, a CNC mandrel bender, and whatever that saw thing <laughs> The has. auto saw, yeah. It like, like, sweet. I would have A million dollars worth of equipment you. back there. I yeah. mean, we would have never had
3: a, a thought that we'd have a million dollars worth of equipment back there that a couple of guys run and bring all this in-house. Yeah. I mean, we had eliminated a ton of
1: outside were, vendors were you and, welding in my garage yeah or wh- what welder were you using I
2: mean, <laughs> <laughs> like a 110 mig yeah um I a also, jumper cables and an outlet on the wall. <laughs> seriously i i also ground on manifolds with a grind with a grinder with a 110 air compressor Ooh, that thing had like, to be
0: running constantly it was running the
2: whole time yeah like out of Zoom's garage when ZZ Performance wasn't a company. Yeah. It was just Zoom making some stuff. I just realized you know?
3: that you and I had the first same job here. And that was one of my first tasks was go grind these rear manifolds for these <laughs> 300s, Man. weld them, and grind them. Such a
1: terrible job. <laughs> that was awful. That was terrible. That was terrible.
0: But here we are. And now we, you know, our new ATS and Camaro catbacks are fully bent in-house. Yep welded in-house i mean it's it's cool to see even in the mm-hmm. four years it is that the i've coolest been here. looking
1: exhaust system i think
0: we've ever made. oh yeah so, i mean yeah.
1: those are sweet The if you V have check out
0: our, our new ats
1: exhaust on our website it's yeah there's it's, yeah, i mean hard. as an enthusiast and i used to idolize you know really all the companies that would be making stuff, you know, the Magna flows and, yeah, and this and that. Corsa and yeah. Flemaster and, you know, and- and, 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 you know, I'm just a guy, right. I'm just a guy hiring these people. We're going through failures. <laughs> our first more failures. We, we, we built our own resonators and, um, I mean, we literally like bought mesh steel and, and bought flat, flat steel, and- yeah, and rolled it and welded it and packed it. This and, thing was sweet. It was going to solve the 3800 noise (laughs) issues. That's why we did it. No one could get rid of the drone in the 3800, and so we we built our own stuff. And oh my God, hundreds of those things we had to replace. It was costing us so much money, and we we that that's one of our longest like stick at it programs. (laughs) And um, you know about if you did a snapshot every year, they got better. Every year they got a little better, a little better, a little better. And now when you look at our muffler resonator products, they're the best in the world. Yeah. They're sweet. I have there's no company that makes a better muffler than us.
3: I had a Flowmaster
1: on my Trailblazer SS
3: and I couple months ago when i was doing the transmission it, i actually took my flow master off and my magnaflow resonator that was all blown out and hollow i took those off and put two of our zzp mufflers on it and that thing has never sounded i mean i've had that truck yeah. for six years and yeah I, you, it you it side by awesome.
1: side our stuff next to the others and oh yeah like, that's
0: sweet oh man like yeah. the, our our shorty resonators that we use in the new camaro and ats catbacks are phenomenal I, I, the Camaro I had with a pure straight pipe. I mean, it was down pipe and then just three inch mandrel all the way back. And it was awful. It was one of the worst sounding things ever. And I put in one of those shorty resonators and it was perfect. And that's how we ended up with the two shorty resonators you see on, on the production exhaust.
1: But it was, it was over a 10 year process to get to that point of having, um, going from probably the worst resonator ever made, you know, to, to, to the best. And and we have a lot of products like that. And so that's what we're talking about when we call on the customers to, uh, help us out you know, tell us what we're getting wrong, you know, cause when I know a ton of you guys out there, there are metallurgists out there. There are welders out there. There are engineers out there. You guys have helped us with a ton of stuff. Keep mm-hmm. it coming because honestly, like we, we are a company of the people and the people out there on Facebooks, uh, in, in social medias, you got to decide, you know, do you want to be part of the sport? do you want to advance the sport and be a person who is critiquing the products and providing solutions? Or do you want to tear the sport down? Yeah. Because there, there are some people yeah. out there that just want to shit on everything. And, it, and it's like, yeah, I get it. There's problems, but you're literally just trying to get people out of the sport.
0: And, and, and we need your market. feedback. We need and appreciate your guys' feedback. And motorsports uh, is, I mean, it's, More in trouble than it ever has been, you know, whether it's administration or whatever. But we if you want to see it disappear, not just us, but the whole sport of modifying your car and car meets and drag strips and time attack and all that. I mean, keep crying. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get your wish. Yeah. Yeah, the the industry doesn't need any help failing. No.
1: That's
3: yeah. for sure. <laughs> and, and don't um, don't take like if you guys email us with a, you know, a problem that you think you may have found and we ask questions, don't take that as that we don't believe you or that, you know, we have to take everything with a grain of salt and yeah. look into the validity of of a failure and stuff like that. You know, if we ask some follow-up questions, just answer them. We're we're genuinely curious. We're gathering information. Our customer service team is taking notes and coming back to us in the in the manufacturing side of things and talking to the engineers and Uh, checking on if these are valid concerns or, yeah, how many times has has this happened? How many people have you seen with these problems? Like, just answer our questions and work with us, and we'll work with you,
0: yeah. And you know, if you email in and we say, Wow, we've never seen that, it may be because we've never seen that. Don't think that we're just pushing you off to the side and saying, Oh, well, that couldn't happen, but sometimes when we've tested parts and then we've haven't seen the failure, we need to get that information to figure out why it did and why we didn't
1: see that. Um, yeah. Um, touching on the aluminum heads. Hey, if someone has a better head than us, I'll, I'll, you know, kudos to them. I, I know what it took to develop our heads. There's a reason we're not still in production. Maybe we'll bring them back at some point, but if someone else can bring them to market and, and help advance the market, especially if they can come in at a good price point, uh, that'd be awesome. You know, (laughs) I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who out there that that Kevin is, but, uh, yeah, more, more power to you. Oh, Yates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Yates. <laughs> yeah, we've got a relationship with Yates. We share data back and forth. So anything that he would ask us, we would be more than happy to give him. Yeah, I um, think that's
2: one of the most labor intensive products we yeah. sell. That's one of the reasons we don't
3: even try anymore. There, we just don't have the resources to
2: Yeah.
1: It's I mean, I can't I can't I'm not, I'm not vouching for <laughs> his product or or you you giving him Money, I I don't know what he has going on, mm-hmm. um, but just just to let you know, like you know, we're not trying to monopolize the market. Uh, we we want to advance the platform and and share any data that we have. So I yeah, can, we don't we don't mind competing vendors.
2: I mean, that's that's how we advance these markets. Yeah, you know, new yeah. new ideas and
1: new ways of looking at things. Um, I can tell you that we had a lot of valve failures. Uh, not on the aluminum heads, but just in general, yeah. um, we used uh, hollow valves, the Z06 valves at one point. Um, uh, not a good idea on yeah. a boosted car. Yeah. They, they don't last that long, um, and they don't like heavy springs. Come um, to find out, they didn't last long in the OEM application either. Yeah, yeah. There's another one. You know, GM. All their testing still didn't figure that out. Um, valve springs. We have. Oh my gosh. Oh, we have worked so hard. We 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 have killed so many engines and <laughs> yep and we have gone with a lot of manufacturers and a lot of manufacturers had problems comp camps huge valve spring scandal you know they had great valve springs and they had big scandal problems and then they kind of figured out i think they're moving from mexico to another factory yeah, or they, something they like that they changed
3: manufacturing there was a color change in the spring you could tell if it was a good comp spring or the new ah, comp spring yeah. side by side with the color and it was um, like a guarantee if it was whatever color, it was going to fail. We
1: we tried to do our own springs overseas. That didn't work. Uh, Never went to market. So customers never saw that failure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Several failures there, expensive failures, all shielded from the customer. But they're there. I mean, we failed. Constantly. That's what we do. Um, we work with super tech and, um, we had some successes and some failures where they just straight admitted like, sorry guys, this, this, this spring, uh, you're right. It's, it's failing at this particular rate. And these are really big companies that yeah. are also dealing with failures themselves. Yeah, And, um, we don't have um, what is it called a spintron or something to to, to test the valve springs yeah. in the way we had to run them in a vehicle, um, and sometimes it's heat cycles that kills the spring. And sometimes <laughs> our spintron it's... was
3: your car yeah. out in the parking lot, and I'd go out every thirty minutes and hold it on the rev for ten <laughs> seconds. Yeah, I remember
1: that good times. <laughs> it made it seven cycles by the <laughs> way. <laughs> Another failure to add, not even on the list, Uh, right? Um, Oh, let's talk about personnel failures. Those are fun while we got some time. Steve, how'd you fire someone by accident? So we had this kind of running joke back at the old shop back in the day. You know, somebody walked by and you would be like,
3: hey, Bob, pick a number one through 10 and whatever they say, you just tell them they're fired, you know, whatever. It's funny. <laughs> so I did that joke to the cleaning girl and I didn't know that she was on her way up to HR to get oh, canned. No. <laughs> I was like, you're fired. And then they're like, no, 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 no! She's like on her way to get fired right now. <laughs> that was fun. I feel so bad. Yeah, it might have took the longest fake poop ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hide in the bathroom for half an hour. Where'd Steve go? I don't know. He's I don't gone. know. <laughs> I remember uh, one of our human resource ladies... Uh, that no longer works here. Yeah, no longer works here. Uh, <laughs> because printed, she embezzled uh, money. Yeah. She uh, <laughs> printed a... I don't see that one on the list, too. <laughs> ...firing paper, and the person she was firing oh, brought it to yeah. her She printed the paperwork out and forgot about
3: it. And, that, uh, that, and it was sitting there. That that guy guy and printed what something. are the
1: odds that person he happened to check He printed something. Was like,
3: do, 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 do. What's this? Oh, it's my termination uh, papers. Yep. He walks in He
1: just sets him down He's like So do I just go (laughs) So I just get out of here Um, uh, Talk about clutches So Yeah uh, Tim Tim you headed up A a big failure With clutches And we've had more than one Yeah Yeah.
2: We've we've had uh, We've had a lot of clutches And most of them Haven't gone that well Clutches uh, suck. South Bend clutches they suck. Clutch yeah. Masters clutches they kind of suck.
0: Yeah, and even the big names, just like Zoom said, Clutch Masters are coming back. We've seen a few with completely sheared off teeth on the the disc, and yeah. you contact Clutch Masters and they're just like, oh, it happens sometimes. Oh. It's weird. You get these yeah. big
3: clutch manufacturers that are known in other markets and like they're known as the good ones, and it, you know it,
2: whatever it doesn't transfer over. Their technology doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, it just there doesn't was another, make any sense. There was another clutch company, I won't even mention the name, that we we bought parts to try in a car. We put them in a trial car. They were in the car for months, no issue. So I placed this big order for clutches. Mm-hmm. The order shows up, and the cl- the prototype clutch, the tester, failed. <laughs> so I'm like, huh. So I contact that company. I'm like, hey, uh, this just failed. And he's like, oh, well, that's different. Try the, try one of the, the production ones. that showed up to your building and i'm like all right so we throw that in and it failed like the next day yeah so that whole order went in the
0: trash that was an entire pallet of clutches that we just had to throw out yeah sorry about your luck guys here's your bill yeah and uh, on (laughs) that throw no refund yeah
2: no
1: refund just just
0: garbage sorry and on that throw out aspect we found out with failures
1: that you can't just throw things out here (laughs) that's (laughs) true it 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 is worse than losing your money when you buy bad product. I've chased people out of the dumpster before,
3: like literally open the door and like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, I thought this was trash.
1: So now we have to pay our staff to destroy defective product because I'm like, hey, see this person selling our product on eBay and customers are like, JZP's parts suck, they're all failing. I'm like, but we didn't sell that. That's a defective part. Yeah, it happens. You learn, right? I mean, uh, this is, you know, business was new to me one point so we now have to pay to destroy the product because when you put it in the dumpster but speaking of which funny story on that plug wires Mm -hmm. i don't actually remember enough of the details to tell the story (laughs) you know what tim (laughs) i don't really remember so well let's back up right so here's zoom business guy like hey we got to get cost down cost down cost down and you run this happened to be a chinese supplier and it's like they make the best spark plug wires in the world and so we spec it out everything's perfect we buy a batch of plug wires chinese supplier uh, <laughs> i think it was 3800 right oh, yeah mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. Yeah. and um it's, it's terrible <laughs> terrible right so Defective def- defective plug wires. Got to replace them for the customers. Boots uh, pulling off, causing misfire. I mean, lost all that money. The, the customers are pissed good. off. You know, I mean, that was that was a fail on on our part. You know, I mean, you you. you <laughs> it's hard to get good product out of china mm-hmm. it, it, it's hard you yeah. know it's it's not hard to get cheap product but it's hard to get good product there's um, not like not, some not chinese summit catalog that you just open yeah. up yeah um, big <laughs> so anyway we so we have the plug wires and uh i maybe at that time we knew we had to cut them all up but we had this we had this bin i mean huge like like pallet size bin of plug wires that are bad and they're sitting back there as we need to you know determine to get rid of him how are we going to do it well we had an employee uh entry level employee and he was a thief we don't have we have not had many i've not had many people steal from me uh in 20 years of business very rarely do employees steal from ZZ performance so uh that that's pretty cool but this mm-hmm. particular guy he was a thief and um he was trying to i think he was trying to leave he was having car problems and his car wouldn't run and so he asked somebody for help and uh, the car is misfiring so bad it won't run. So they go out there to his car, pop the hood, and there's blue plug wires under <laughs> oh. the hood. But we hadn't, we hadn't we sold We had not blue plug wires. We didn't any. sell blue pl- plug, wires. Oh, blue plug wires. They were only defective plug yeah. wires. He didn't know that this was an effective bin. He had so stolen. he just grabbed a bunch had, of them. He had stolen plug wires <laughs> put them on his car thinking like haha, you know and uh, he stole a set of defective plug wires so we're like hey you're a thief and you stole those no I didn't well it's the only way you could have got them right they so, say these performance on them, they <laughs> them. exactly so yeah, fired him, and that was kind of funny that he chose to steal defective, defective product. product. Yeah, cut all those, threw them in the trash, and now we have good plug wires. But yeah,
0: but on your note of uh, it's tough to find a Chinese vendor. Uh, you know, the markets that we work in are very cost driven, so we find we try to find you know some cost savings here and there. But I mean, sometimes it takes a couple of manufacturers from different manufacturers to bring a whole product together. Uh, like our, um, what am I trying to think of here? The intercooler pump. Yeah. Maybe? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, people go online and they get on Alibaba or Aliexpress or whatever, and they see parts that look identical to ours. And somehow this rhetoric has started that that's what we do here is that I sit there in an R&D meeting and I get on AliExpress and go, "Hey guys, look, uh, this Chinese company's making uh, silicone intake tubes. We should we should buy a couple of those." And it never crosses their mind yeah, that Where do these come from? Maybe like, we develop the product and get it made and then it We have had products We're stolen from. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we have had all the products time. on Alibaba that have ZZP tags on them. Yeah, like there's they bu- somebody bought our product, had it replicated down to the
0: ZZP tag on it and had it on Alibaba. And we're like, what the heck? Like there is an there is an ATS intake on eBay and yep. Alibaba that uses the photo that we took here <laughs> for their ad. And it's just, uh, you know, it it's it makes you it makes us mad. I mean, we love working here. I, I've I've shouted it from the mountaintops i love being here and i wouldn't go online and try to combat all these comments if we really did just rebrand shit and sell it you know and in one project that i've been working heavily on over the last couple of years is our coilovers and every time we come out with a new one and i post it in the group everyone's like oh well they're just those are just megan racing so they just slap their sticker on it and go from there you really think that's what I've done for the last two years, and I love to talk about it. Like, you know, I'm I'm out there fitting them on different cars, and uh, along the way, there. If
2: that's all you did, then why have we had them on my car and Ashley's car for like what nine months? Yeah. Testing. Yeah. If we just bought Megan Racing coilovers, then we, we could just, just sell them. Sell them. <laughs> but like, I've I've had them on my car for a darn near a year. Yeah. Ashley about the same or longer. Yeah, I mean, to we,
0: make sure that they're, you know, properly valved and proper, properly sprung for the application. Yeah, and, and I've tried different spring rates, I've tried different mounts. You know,
1: there's, it's not as easy as just, hey, let's order this product. And, and, and that's part of what, what, what we're doing here. I mean, this is, this is like 1% of our failures yeah. trying to express, like, this is hard. Mm -hmm. we fail more than we succeed with what we're doing we wouldn't have 48 employees if we just ordered
0: shit and rebranded it and sold it you know
3: (laughs) yeah all of zoom's closest (laughs) friends hey just come collect the salary and we're gonna sit around here yeah
0: yeah i get paid to just yeah
3: (laughs) sometimes we try to fail and can't fail yeah uh, the lsj cobalt when we uh tried to see how much power it could hold Mm mm-hmm we, yeah we were testing i think rods i think we were testing our rods at that time and zoom was like just put some big ass turbo on it and just go turn it up and just make pull after pull after pull until parts eject out of the side of this two liter yeah yep we'll
2: see what breaks yeah. first
3: no that was like weeks on the dyno and like hoodie hooking 24 volt battery chargers up to the fuel pump trying to get <laughs> <Yeah>. enough, <laughs> enough gas to the thing to see if finding, it would blow up finding the next choke yeah. point i mean they yeah, built we a- never did fail i mean the failure was that At 54 or 55 pounds of boost, we stretched an ARP head stud and blew the head gasket out of it. we're like, all right, I think the rods are good.
1: It'd be fun to go back to that now that we have some solutions. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I mean,
0: just talking with Al, you know, he wants to make a thousand this year on his car. And all you have to do to be able to make that power, but keep the head down is manage the torque with different boost controllers and obviously back then you know they were just using a manual boost controller and turning it up and up and come so far in the past 10 years so it was the torque that eventually killed it but um, I I love reading through that thread you know, it's, it's one of those dream things, like zillion pages of, yeah, of Matt getting on there. And he's like, yeah, we welded up a three and a half inch downpipe and we went back to the dyno and we made 715
1: and we thought it was going to end there. And they just kept yeah, going Yeah, because going. It, it, it took some time because we didn't know what, what was going to be the limiting thing. And at mm-hmm. some point the turbo wouldn't go anymore. Yep. And it's like, oh, there's yep. too much back pressure because a three inch downpipe literally won't go over 600 horsepower or whatever it was. Yep. Um, and we're like, well, we need a bigger downpipe. Well, where are you going to get a bigger downpipe? We don't even have tubing for a bigger downpipe, right? Yeah. Um, so we got to make a bigger downpipe. And then you might, I mean, in those kind of instances, you might get 10 more horsepower and realize you're out of fuel. And then you got to figure yeah. out how you're going to get more fuel out of things. They yeah. did so that. It, it that is-
2: like, like Tyler said, that was like a week or two of them just <laughs> finding the next choke point. Mm hmm. The next one, the next one. I mean, I, I've had, a, I mean, I just learned the most recent lessons on the ATSV platform. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think, one of the most expensive lessons we've learned is, <laughs> you know, we uh, we take an ATSV that we make regularly 600 wheel horsepower on, and we throw a pair of Zona big turbos on it. I think we're the first company to put, like, actual legit big turbos on one, mm-hmm. and that a kit that actually exists, not like one that has Photoshopped photos, <laughs> like what happened. Yep. Um, and I may, I turn it up to eight fourteen and spin the main bearings out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh? All right. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was because I was running pump E85. So the customer's like, Hey, I want this turbo kit like right now so we can go to Cadillac attack. And I'm like, all right, we got like two weeks, so let's do this. Mm-hmm. So we uh, throw the, we, you know throw the next turbo kit on his car and i turn it up to like 760 this time i've got you know 110 race gas Good e98 fuel, yeah. mix fancy you know fancy expensive 14 a quart oil <laughs> and i spin the main bearings out of it you know, it's At pretty much the exact
1: same horsepower level. Yeah. yeah. And and so the process on, <clears throat> on something like that, because every platform, the motors break every single Everyone, one. So yeah. we got to figure out, okay, if we want to have a market, we got to be able to sell something to the customers so that the motors won't break. Cause they won't buy parts if the motors is going to break. Right. Yep. So LTG guys, it's coming, you know, all the platforms, that's what we do. So we're like, well these motors in these ATSVs are really expensive yeah. and the labor is insane to take these things in and out. How do we, how do we get, uh, to the finish line quicker? So, um, here's our process. We, we bought a car that's going to get completely stripped down. It, it, it is almost there already, uh, just to blow up motors. Yeah. Just to dyno test motors. So the car is, is, built and engineered to quick swap motors so that we're going to, oh, need another one. There's five grand. Need another one. There's five grand. You know, you you, you
2: cut. Access holes in the firewall to swap out the cams. Bare bones the car. Swap if there's, out, if there's like, some
3: pain in the ass bolt to get to, you cut a hole in something yeah. to get to it. You take mm-hmm. all the stuff you don't need
2: off. Yep. And just
3: And
1: and when we're in our engineering meetings, and this is you know, I mean, if you guys we've taken some flack on the ATSBS, hey, you got some advice, send it our way. We need it. Um, yeah. We have an engineering meeting. It's all hands on deck. We'll probably have what maybe eight guys in the room, um, going going over like, okay, guys. <laughs> (laughs) ideas. What, what worked in the past? What didn't work? What are your thoughts? Who have you talked to, you know, use your resources and we argue we're in there arguing Mm -hmm. because we don't agree on, uh, you know, how to go about because no one knows. Right. And And, and it uh, varies so much platform to platform
0: engine engine. When one thing might've worked on something, it might be a, completely useless on the
1: other. And you know what? Guaranteed failure is uh, Dr. Fauci, my <laughs> way or the highway, right? So uh, we have to have all yeah. the ideas. We welcome the arguments and the the different ideas. And we know that we're going to go in different directions. And we know that what we're going to do is probably not going to work yeah. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But that's the process. And so, you know, we'll, you, we'll got, you guys to, don't
2: see it. I mean, we talk to engine builders and they're like, oh, you have to build the engine this way and then it won't fail. And, and then, then you we, build the engine that way. It fails sooner. And yeah. it fails. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of have to just almost ignore the professionals in just air quotes. Pick up all the little
3: puzzle just, pieces along the way and everybody throw their pieces in and yeah,
2: we'll, hope we'll we can have, make sense out of it. It's regular for us to have six, eight employees standing around an engine on an engine stand and just bouncing ideas off each other, mm-hmm. you know, and then everybody's like, Oh, you know, I don't think that'll work because of this. And then there, the, and then some people will be like, Oh, I
0: think that would work. You know, what if we did this? Like all the time. And I, I like when you mentioned, uh, you know, ignore the professionals. That was like your story, zoom with the intercoolers for 38 hundreds. Yeah over and over and over people said zoom you are an idiot this will never work your style intercooler will not work you got to go with like these fancy csf cores and whatever and you came out with the the 3800 intercooler and it blew them all out of the water yeah i was i was that it wasn't gonna i was
1: dumb enough to do something to to try yeah if i'd have been more of a car guy i probably would have laughed at the idea but um yeah we did it um and and it worked. People, and- the old school guys know that story. And then it was funny. Is a W body store came out with an intercooler, besting us because theirs was a little thinner, one point nine inch core, which made the install much easier. Ours was two and a quarter, and theirs failed. So mm-hmm. it's a long. It's just like us. They have failures. Everyone has failures, right? So all the fins melted out of their intercoolers, and you know the engine digested little pieces <laughs> of aluminum fins. Yeesh. And and that is what this business. when you're on the engineering side is like, yeah, just gear up for a lot of freaking failures. Um, and, and, and that's the way it goes. And we've been blessed to have customers that are really smart and have helped us out with a lot of stuff, helped us out with a lot of testing, helped us out with, uh, enormous financial support. You know, I mean, I'd have never believed we'd be turning, you know, over a million dollars a month in, you know, yeah, these performance parts. It's crazy. But people really like what we do and they keep, you know, voting for us with their wallets and that's awesome. We don't want to let them down. So, um, we operate on the feedback. Keep, keep giving it to us guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, with all this talk, you know, I, I saw
0: uh, what was it? it? One of my call over posts the other day, somebody commented and they're like, Yeah, I, I think I like ZZP, but man, they never test any of their stuff. My like, oh, God. <laughs> Don't you believe that. everything you read on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, we do no testing around here. I mean, there's some of my favorite parts is fitting stuff on cars. We have all
3: been left stranded on the side of the road because we were testing some magic prototype
0: part that just cracked
2: out immediately. Every one of us uh, right here has been left stranded. I'm going to test this sweet thing. Testing some
3: fancy. There goes my weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean Luckily we haven't gotten hurt. That's been pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, we yeah that's not, good. And and the sport has had didn't they cancel a half mile? Yeah. Someone uh Yeah,
0: it was one of the, the Florida half miles. Uh dude in a two thousand horsepower GTR went out there and his first pass tried to do, you know. Turn turned up to plus. eleven on
3: his first pass. Yeah, and, and, like, and the the shutdown
0: lane it. was was bumpy or yeah, whatever. Dirty and and like, I don't think he had a shoot and he hit the brakes and turned it around and barrel rolled and then he went you know so it's tough it's it's a scary sport it can be that almost killed the half mile events oh yeah yeah
2: Yeah, because if you think about it i I know matt was talking to me about this um when you're going 150 miles an hour the amount of force on the front of that car trying to make the front of the car the rear of the car Mm -hmm. is astronomical so you hit the brakes
0: they, it's it could, yeah, it's and it it be bad times. and oftentimes it doesn't feel like you're going that fast yeah so you know you're at the end of the quarter mile and you stab on those brakes and yep. something fails or something happens it's quick yeah know? Matt Matt has had his Grand Prix his turbo Grand Prix sideways
2: in the quarter mile oh crossing yeah the, crossing the, the line before. <laughs> You know, stuff gets a little hairy. And out there's there. not a lot of rear traction back there with a three and a half, four and a half inch wide <laughs> yeah. tire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So, yeah, it can be a little sketchy on the old front wheel cars. Well, <laughs>
1: uh, sure. we got we got tons more, but I think we hit five o'clock. I yeah, so. we did hit five. And we didn't even get through a maybe. truncated list. We, we have <laughs> hundreds of failures, guys. Maybe half um, of them.
0: Yeah, we maybe got through
1: half. Yeah, yeah. If you ever want to hear a story about something particular you know shoot us an email we 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 don't hide our failures so (laughs) yeah
0: we appreciate the feedback guys uh you know chat was pretty good today i'm sorry we didn't get to a ton of questions uh you know always feel free email customer service hit us up on our our social medias um glad everybody could make it and uh Is there tubular control arms for the 04 Grand Prix with the new coilovers? Uh, W bodies. 04 Plus is the different style lower control arm, right? Yeah. If they yes. run our coil over though, you could just switch the I sway bar links. I do believe we
3: updated the coil overs after our first. Uh, we did.
0: Yeah. Ap- yeah. We revised those to work with the O four 4 plus. Yep. So the 4 or all our coil overs now, if you buy them new on the website, have the sway bar link for the O four 4 pluses. If you have a '97 to o3 you just don't use it. Uh, so that's another thing. You know, customer feedback. We came out with the first set of our W body coilovers, and the O four 4 plus guys were like, ah, I don't want to switch control arms because it, it, you know, it's a hassle. So we added it, and here we are.
3: Coilovers. anybody with an h-body want to test fit some coilovers? yes again give us a call <laughs> i need an h-body we need tester somebody with a nice h-body that is willing
0: to give good honest feedback and it's funny because for years people are like oh you guys need to make h-body suspension crickets and now i have crickets. some prototype h-body suspension and nobody <laughs> wants it so reach out but i think that'll do it glad everyone joined and yep. uh, we'll see you next week